Create Art Podcast. Commentary. Setting up your goals for 2021. Hello, friends. I'm Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator at Create Art Podcast, where we help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. Now, I do this through commentary, conversations, interviews, and projects. And I have over 20 years' experience in arts and education to help you create more than you consume. Today, since we're starting a new year, let's start with something I consider basic but essential. Setting goals for your work. Now, some of you are making art your main job, while others are doing it as a side hustle or even a hobby. However, setting a goal or two, or in my case, a bunch of goals, is vital to stay on track and completing your project. Now, I'm going to be going over with you why goals are important, tools for helping you with your goals, and we're going to review a few articles aimed at artists and goal making. Now, many people make a resolution at the beginning of the year with the intention of changing a behavior for a better outcome in the new year. Now, unfortunately, without a plan, most people revert to the previous behavior and let themselves off the hook with excuses such as, oh, I just don't have the willpower or time or the resolution was too much to accomplish. And they go through the same process next year. Now, a goal is not just a desired outcome, but for me, it's a plan to realize that outcome. When you set a goal, make sure it's achievable and it's an achievable one and something that you have some control over. Now, if I set a goal for this podcast to have 10,000 uh, downloads a month from 100 countries and do no advertising, that's going to be a very unreasonable goal. However, if I were to utilize my network, research similar project uh, pro- podcasts in other countries to appear on, and other deep market research, then that might be an achievable goal for this one. For me, I like to backwards plan a goal. Take 2021, for instance. Now, my goal is to have 12 web streams, 12 rebroadcasts for my old show, KDOI Podcasting, and 12 regular episodes for Create Art Podcast, all the while accomplishing two challenges, National Poetry Writing Month, or NAPO RIMO, and National Novel Writing Month, or NANO RIMO, and, in conjunction, National Podcast Post Month, NAPOD POMO. Wow, a lot of acronyms there. <laughs> but my original goal for the year was to increase engagement with my audience. Now, it's a simple goal, but not very specific. I mean, what does engagement really mean? For me, it means more episodes on more platforms so that if someone is more of a video person, then I do a a web stream. If a person is more of a straight podcast person, then audio. And then for the people that really enjoyed my old podcast, KDOI, that means I need to rebroadcast those episodes. Thereby, I'm going to be engaging more with my audience. So this brings us up to the next problem. How do we accomplish these goals? Well, like I said, backwards planning 
helps really define the goals and to plan all this out. I used a project management app called Freed Camp, F-R-E-E-D Camp, C-A-M-P. Now, for <clears throat> for some people, sticky notes are fine. Others, just a piece of paper or a calendar. For me, I I needed to break down everything into tasks and deadlines. And I treat this podcast like a side job that I enjoy. So if I want to be good at it, then I need to plan out everything I want to do for the year and put dates and deadlines down to hold myself accountable. Because basically, I've written a contract with you. I'm going to put out the best stuff that I can put out for you if you come back and listen to it. Now, if you don't come back and listen to it, what can I do? Not a whole lot. But I'm going to continue with 2021 putting out great content for for you and to help you, as my tagline says, create more than you consume. So my plan broke down like this. I set up four projects that have their own task lists. The projects were website updates, web streams, KDOI rebroadcasts, and lastly, the regular episodes. This one counts as a regular episode, by the way, if you're keeping track at home. Now, under each project, I broke it down into specific items I wanted to do, like this episode on the benefits of goal setting. Next, I broke it down into the task that I needed to accomplish to accomplish this task. I ended up with just under 100 tasks that needed to be accomplished by the end of the year to complete my overall goal of increasing output to increase engagement with my audience. Now, keep in mind that this 100 tasks, or just less than 100 tasks, needs to be done in a year. Really, that's not that much. Think about the tasks you do every day just to get done what you need to do every day. Now, I get a feeling of accomplishment when I check something off my to-do list, and I like to tack all the tasks that I don't like doing first. Of the tasks that I don't like doing first, show notes. So I make sure that I get my show notes done after I record my show. uh, And the show notes or my scripts are actually suggestions as to what I'm going to talk about. But not they're not nearly word for word. But that helps me build my show notes. I look at doing the tasks like a crap sandwich. Put two pieces of bread uh, together. You know, if you if you have to eat the sandwich, put the crap in the middle of two pieces of bread and just dive into it and eat it and enjoy the bread. And that's how I get the job done. I know that once the show notes are done and the episode is posted, I'm basically done with that episode except for, you know, promotion. And I don't really have those tasks listed as that would add another three tasks for each episode. And... I do a lot of copy and pasting when I uh, place my announcements everywhere. So I leave that kind of out of it. Okay, so you're saying to yourself, hey, Tim, I'm not a podcaster. What about a painter or crafter or cook? You know, I think the process is very similar. Let's go and look at what the experts say to do. We're going to jump into our articles here. And the first one I want to talk about is from the Art Dex blog titled, How to Set Goals as an Aspiring Artist. Now, this goal 
uh, this article is more aimed at those who want to do this as a side hustle or a main source of income rather than a hobby. And it does have a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of information about business practices and organization. For me, I do think it's relevant for those of us that do art, even as a hobby, because you never know when this is going to turn into a moneymaker for you. So we might have to, you know, engage our left brain a little bit more than maybe we really want to. Now, before I continue, I just want to let you know that all these articles are in the show notes. So go ahead and go to the show notes. Uh, you can pat me on the back and go, hey, Tim, good show notes. Uh, and you can find those show notes at createartpodcast.com. And if you have any questions on the articles or where I got them, you can always email me, timothy at createartpodcast.com, and I'll be getting back with you as quickly as I can. Now, the first point of the first article that I'm going to talk about is they uh, bring up not mixing business with dreams. Now, this is not meant to be a dream crusher, but it's more of a warning to be realistic with your goals. Again, it would be nice if I got 10,000 downloads per episode from 100 countries. But right now, that's not feasible or realistic because I haven't put the work in for it yet. I don't have the connections for it yet. Maybe with this episode, I will, but you never know. But for right now, that goal is not realistic. That is a nice pie-in-the-sky dream. But I need to keep my feet firmly planted on the ground. Now, they do say that your goals should be specific, measurable, realistic, and time-bound. And this was going to help you keep on the straight and narrow. And you'll always know what's coming next in the process. And it'll help you avoid going too far off track, which can impact the accomplishment of the goal. Remember, we want to get something done here, not just play around with ideas. And before you you say, hey, but Tim, yes, it's important to have that time to do your brainstorming and play around. It's vital. A lot of discoveries are made. However, for me, it's more important if you want to get something done and push it out into the world to go ahead and follow a step-by-step process, however that works for you. Now Now, make these goals personal and worth something to you so that that will continually motivate you to tick off those tasks that need to get accomplished towards the goal. Make it a game if you have to. Many of us have games on our phones and have enjoyed playing board games, but there's usually a prescribed way of winning. If you follow the path, you have a better chance of winning the game and achieving your goal. Same thing in in terms of this. Follow the path and win the game, achieve your goal. One point in the article that I really enjoyed was not to stress too much if you're ahead or behind schedule too much. You may not have allotted enough time to complete a task or allotted too much time, uh, especially if it's your first time doing the task. For me right now, I'm I'm a little bit ahead in my task list. However, you know I know when April and especially November show up, and I'll go into doing daily episodes to complete those challenges. I'm going to have to have some energy in reserve for those months. So yeah, I'm happy I'm ahead right here now in January. In January, but I know that those months, April and November, are going to be killer for me. And you know, 
because I do know that they are going to be killer, I'm going to remind myself that, hey, yeah, right now I'm ahead. I want to get these done in it. Want to get these uh, things done in November and in April. And those days are only 30 days long. So I'm calming myself down and not getting too excited about it because it's going to end. Time keeps on rolling on. That's one thing that I can't stop for you is time. I'm sorry. I can't do it. But you know what? If you stay on schedule as much as you can, you can, you know, go, you you can adjust yourself when life throws you curveballs and you can accomplish the goal no matter what happens. Now, let's think about this. Whoever thought that the world is going to shut down for many months like it did in 2020? No one had that on their bingo card. So if you stayed on your schedule, if you kept on planning ahead, you can adjust for that. You can adjust for what happened. It's going to impact you. I mean, it's a global impact. But you'll be able to brush off the impact and get back up up on your feet. Another aspect to help you with your goals is networking. Now, I'm going to have an episode about networking later on in the year. However, this type of networking means letting others know about your goal and what you want to accomplish so that they can provide positive peer pressure to help keep you motivated in your project. You know, you can feel free to use me if you'd like. Let me know what your project is and I'll be happy to motivate you by using it by using the show to do it. I mean, if you want me to, email me, again, timothy at createartpodcast.com and let me know. And I'll put it in I'll put it in every show. Hey, Joe Blow, you need to, you know, uh, turn off the podcast and get working on your uh, stuff for the next 30 minutes and then you can turn back on the podcast. Not a problem with that. If that's what you need, let me know. If other people know about your goals and your project, they may become invested in your work. And when it's done, they're going to be your first line advertisers and influencers to share your project with the world. You know, they may even help you planning with your goals. They may have more experience in planning. And you can utilize that experience, and there you go. The thing is, you never know until you talk to your network. Also, by sharing what you are doing to your you know, with your network, you may they may be able to tell you if it's worthwhile. You know, they may tell you, hey, this is pie in the sky stuff. It's not going to happen. Because they had a cousin, Louie, that tried to do the same thing, and he went down in flames. You know, sometimes we have great ideas that no one is interested in. And, you know, if we're looking to grow a side hustle with our art, we need to be mindful that we're going to be producing something that we may want to sell. Now, your network may not be the target audience. So you may need to ask another network to help you out that you have. So just keep that in mind. Another thing they brought up is, you know, time management being vital to your goals. As I said earlier, don't get too hung up on if you're ahead or behind the schedule by a little bit. But if you're way behind schedule, definitely look at why that is. Did you put too much on your plate? Do you have too many projects going on and not enough time? Are the projects that you want to do worth the time invested? 
That's a hard one to swallow sometimes. For me, I take a few hours on Sunday morning by myself to pound out uh, work. You know, maybe as I'm writing a show script, or maybe I'm doing some artwork, or maybe um, I'm promoting my stuff a little bit more. I use that time on Sunday mornings and after my kids go to bed. Don't do it every night because I'm also a husband and my spouse needs some quality, quality time with me. You know, think about this. Are you watching TV a little bit too much? Are you Netflixing, uh, Netflix binging a little much when you should be working on your project? Are you exhausted by all that life is throwing at you? Maybe you need to reevaluate and revise the plan. The beauty of plans is that they can be changeable. One of the projects that I had planned on doing this year was recording and interviewing poets uh, every week from our local poetry reading and putting it out as an episode for the podcast. I looked at my time and how long it would take to interview and edit the episodes and decided, you know what? I just I want to go to the poetry readings and get energized and to practice my art of writing poetry. So for right now, I can just go ahead and you know record the reading, record the poetry readings. But as far as interviewing and you know posting it on uh, on on the show here, that may come later if I do have time. Especially after my hard months of November and April. But you know what? If it doesn't happen, that's okay, because I have enough time and I have enough planned out to keep me busy for the entire year. You know, when dealing with time management, you also need to deal with energy management. When you're tired, you produce less. Think about the times that you had to work unscheduled overtime. I've had to do it plenty of times. And, you know, with the other with the jobs that I've had. And, you know, and it has been proven that people are less productive after eight hours of work. Though their productivity levels drop to almost half after eight hours. And they drop another half after 12 hours. Putting in long hours in the middle of the night to get the project done is not necessarily going to bring out the best work. So, stay cognizant of your energy levels. The last point the article talks about is seeking advice from a mentor. Okay, if you need a mentor, you can use me. Or, if you have somebody else to reach out to, ask them. I believe it's important to have a mentor, and I believe it's so important, I'm going to have, I have an episode already planned out for that topic just by itself. But let me, let me, let me just hold your hand here for a moment. Ask for help or advice when needed. You know, by doing that, you're increasing the number of people aware of your project. You're maybe making them possible clients or influencers for you thereby putting less work on you when the project is ready ready to ship out the door. Now, the next article by uh, uh, Lorraine uh, Troyer, and it's titled uh, Setting Goals and Objectives as an Artist. And remember, all the show notes are going to have links to all these articles, and you can get those show notes at createartpodcast.com. But I, I, I saw this article and I was like, oh gosh. We're getting a lot of the same advice here, you know, from uh, from the Art Dex article, from what I said at the beginning of the show, and now here. So it's it's hitting us, and there's a reason why I'm doing that. 
because I wanted to let you know it's not just me, it's other people that believe the same way. But we're going to go ahead and touch on some of her points, okay? Now, our first point is setting your goals will keep you on track. You will know what you need to work on and what you need to prioritize if you have a goal and a plan to achieve that goal. You will know what you need, again, you'll need to know what you need to work on and you won't be facing a blank canvas or turning on your microphone and wondering what you're going to say next. You will know it and since you know it, you're going to be more confident to get that task done for your goal. You're going to know what you're going to do. This leads into being decisive about your tasks or goals. Since you know you're going to, you know what you're going to work on, the decisions are already made. If you plan it out step by step or task by task, you'll, you're going to know exactly what to do, and that's going to build your confidence because you're going to get things knocked off your task list. Think about, about it like this. When you put a puzzle together, you know the overall picture uh, of what it's going to turn out to be. Now, let's say that you put the puzzle together and you put the pieces in a uh, numerical order as to how they fit together. When you pull it all apart and shake it up and pop it on the uh, pop it on the ground there or pop it on the table, you can get that puzzle done quicker by knowing where to start off with and what the next step is. So for all you puzzle uh, people out there, that's a good way to cheat and get it done quick, right? There you go. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, how does Lorraine do it? Hey, that's a good question. First, figuring out what you want to accomplish and write it down. It's as simple as that. And yet, it can be very difficult because once you write it down, you need to figure out the steps to get it done. Now, this isn't going to be done in just one session. It's a series of sessions over days or weeks or maybe even months, depending on how intricate the project is. Record your ideas using any method that works for you. Pen and paper, microphone, you know, balloon animals, if that works for you. Use balloon animals. And when you're ready to look at all the ideas related to the goal or project, then you start to prioritize them. But get them all out there first. And then prioritize what needs to be done. Do what needs to be done first. Well, just remember that what needs to be done first is just as important as what needs to be done last. And then also prioritize as to what idea is going to take a lot of effort and note that. Note which is going to take a little bit of effort. Note what's going to be pleasant to do and what you hate doing. But most importantly, the stuff that you know how to do, note that down. And the stuff that you don't know how to do, that you need to gain knowledge about, note that down too. And include that into your planning. Because you may not know everything, every task, how to do every task in your task list. So you're going to need to put in time to learn about how to do that task. You know, if I made the same plan that I have now on my earlier podcast, I probably would have never been able to accomplish most of the list. But because I've gained knowledge by educating myself and, you know, taking, you know, taking on mentors, taking classes, and just asking people, I have 21, 2021 all planned out. It's doable. 
and it's very exciting for me to enter into this new year. Now, once you have these ideas prioritized, break everything down into tasks and next actions. Once you get a task done, what's going to be the next step? Now, I'm going to admit I'm not strong on this aspect of next actions. I look at timelines and see what needs to be done for a deadline versus, okay, I got this done. What's my next step? I look at the deadline. But if having a next step built into your plan works, by all means, insert it into your plan. Yes, you're going to have a longer task list, list, but that's okay. Now is the time to set deadlines for these tasks, according to her, and the eventual completion of the project. Now, Lorraine talks about setting soft deadlines due to life and family issues that are ever-present. Don't beat yourself up if you miss a deadline, but be working on something every day. Even if it's a small task, and it may seem insignificant to the whole project, you know, it's that daily work that brings everything to completion. It shows you every day you got something accomplished, even if it's small, and that's going to build up your confidence. You may have to change parts of your daily routine to get the work done, and that's fine. Maybe you watch a little less TV. Maybe you get up a half hour earlier to knock out something. Maybe you take a mental health day from work to work on your project. Whatever it is, you can usually adjust some time around what needs to get done and what you want to accomplish. Now, my last article uh, that I reviewed, you know, it it proves the points, uh, gives you a lot of the same points, but in a different perspective. Uh, Carrie Lewis uh, brings us uh, setting goals for artists. Oh my gosh, setting goals for artists. There you go. Again, the article is linked in the show notes. So go ahead and uh, check out my lovely show notes, createartpodcast.com, and you'll go into the podcast episodes, and there you are. You're probably listening from the website anyways. So the show notes are there. If you're listening on a different podcast app, just go to the website and you'll be good to go. Now, Carrie admits when she was first starting out goals, when she was first starting out, goals were not important to her. However, she soon discovered that when she started setting goals, they weren't too complex. She kind of dipped her toes in the water there. But when she did set goals, She found that she was more productive, even if she's just dipping her toes in the water. She found she was more productive. So she started setting more complex goals. Now, she suggests starting off by shooting with short arrows to get small tasks knocked out first, then move on to the bigger tasks. She uses a whole archery thing that I think is a beautiful thing. It kind of influenced the the show art uh, for this episode. You know, when you set goals and accomplish them, you get better at setting more difficult goals and and getting those accomplished. You're going to learn by making the goals and accomplishing them. You're going to develop a method for doing your work and you're able to add more complexities because you're building up your confidence. One One of the main reasons for setting goals is to know what you want out of creating art no matter what discipline you choose. When you know what you want to do, then you will know what to do. Now, her her method for setting goals 
is to first start by, you know, brainstorming. Oh my God, brainstorming? Didn't we hear that in the last two articles? Now, she lets herself uh, dream at this point uh, without censoring her ideas. You know, it's a typical brainstorm. And it doesn't matter if the ideas are huge or impossible. Next, she uh, evaluates the ideas that she wrote down. That way she can make education, ed- educated guesses as to what she has a knack for and what she's going to need help with. Then by not having a plan. Now she breaks her goals down into bite-sized pieces and tries to work on them every day. Now if she focuses on the smaller daily tasks, then she can complete her overall goals and get her projects accomplished. She talks about doing something every day to knock out the goals and how that requires discipline. And then she makes her task a priority each day. Some days she is successful, other days not so much. But with a plan in place, she has more successful days than not. Now, the last thing I'm going to share with you is an idea that I've heard about, have not done myself, and that's setting up a vision board to help you with the projects. Lou Police talks about setting up a vision board in her article and using the skills uh, that she has learned from being a certified scrum master. Again, you're going to be able to see this article, show notes, createartpodcast.com. Now, I'm sure you're saying to yourself, hey, Tim, this is an art podcast. Why are we talking about using skills from project management? Well, if you really think about what we're doing, we're doing a project every time we create an art piece. Why not let that left brain have a little bit more say in what's going on and make life easier on us? I'm a big fan of project management skills, and they help me out with my art. So let's talk about this vision board thing. First, you write down the scope of your vision what for whatever timetable you want to accomplish the project in. It could be years, it could be a few months or a few weeks, doesn't matter, write it down. Now set the goal. See, the vision is a little bit different from the goal. The vision is the overall thing. How long is it going to take? You know, the kind of you know, the, the, the scope of it, right? What's it going to include versus the goal? The goal is the project you want to complete. Now, this gets you jumping right in the deep water and making sure you're focused on what you want to accomplish. After that, she she suggests to break down the goal into categories of what you want to work on. Now, for me, I kind of did this without a vision board, but I broke it down into four categories, which I talked about earlier. Website updates, web streams, KDOI podcasts or rebroadcasts, and lastly, regular episodes. Now, from doing this, then writing down what you need to achieve in each category, for me, that was scripting and editing each episode, show art, publishing, reaching out to guests, etc. Now, after doing that, writing down possible roadblocks you may encounter. For me, that was April and November because I know they're going to be very intensive months. So I needed to prep those months first rather than starting out with the stuff that I'm putting out in January. After you acknowledge possible roadblocks, write down what worked well in the past and lessons learned. That stuff is going to help you overcome those roadblocks. Lastly, review the vision board and make sure that each activity is going to make you happy. 
Now, for me, that's that's not realistic. So I made sure that I acknowledged what I hate to do and uh, what I like to do and made sure that I had those two close together so I can motivate myself to get the menial tasks knocked out so I could work on the fun stuff. The very last step is to print it out and update it as you go along and make sure you review and update it periodically. Since I'm using an app to help me out, I can review that thing daily and see what's next, what's coming up, where am I behind, where am I ahead, what do I want to focus on, and it keeps me on track. Now, I do like the vision board technique, and I may try it out in 2022. I don't know. I I really like it, and I'm using parts of it without knowing that's what I was doing, and I'm going to take parts of it and put it into the practice that I use. You know, it feels good to be intuitive about it. But, you know, these are things that I've learned while working in the corporate world and the government world for a number of years. So for me, a lot of these things are just old hat. All right. Wow. Here we are. I've given you a ton to think about in the first regular episode of 2021. Well, where are you at in setting your goals? Do you have any goals or are you floating around with no direction? Isn't it about time that you take the next step and make some goals for yourself in regards to your art? Let me know if you'd like me to take a look at your goals. Or if you want to take a look at my goals, I can show you the the goals, the task list, the categories, everything. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to scare you and intimidate you with my plan. Yes, there's 100 tasks I'm knocking out. There's four major categories that I'm knocking out. It doesn't have to be as detailed as mine. Or your, 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 your plan and your goals can be even more detailed. I'm happy to share it with you. You can reach out to me, Timothy, at createartpodcast.com. Let me know. If you want to share your goals with everyone that listens and be on the show, I'd be happy to talk with you and have you on as a guest. Maybe you have a different way to sh- set up your goals and stay on track. Again, all the articles that I uh, talked about here, all the links are in the show notes. I love show notes. I got to keep on telling myself that I love show notes. In case you want to take a look at them for yourself and get some uh, ideas or encouragement to set your goals. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. And remember, in 2021, I'm going to be doing web streams, rebroadcasts of my old podcast, and you can get all of that at the website, createartpodcast.com. I also want to let you know, since you've listened this far, you get some uh, cool stuff here. I have a merch section that has links to all my previously published work, links to my uh, gallery, so you can order reprints of some of my original work, and, you know, some some cool stuff like some mugs and t-shirts and all that kind of good stuff with the uh, Create Art Podcast logo on it. Me, I'm looking forward to 2021, and I hope you are as well. Art really helps our souls and keeps us going in the good and bad times. I hope this talk about goals encourages your practice and tames your inner critic as you create more than you consume. Until next episode, go create something for someone you love, yourself.